On this week's episode of Motor News Radio, we check in with the Harley-Davidson Rewire strategy and their new online reservation system. We also say goodbye to the father of Suzuki's GSXR line, discuss a couple of exciting alternative fuel motorcycle concepts, as well as list some interesting motorcycle events happening around the country this weekend. Flip on that kill switch, motor friends. We got a good one for you. Last time we talked about how Ducati was doing financially. Let's bring it home for a moment and take a look at one of the home teams. A few years back, Harley-Davidson introduced their rewire strategy aimed to rein in their expenses and expand their profits by tightening their focus a bit. Out of that came the usual cruiser offerings, as expected, but something else also happened. In case you haven't heard, Harley's new flagship is not a cruiser, but a best-selling adventure motorcycle similar to the likes of Ducati's Multistrada and BMW's GS lines. The release of Pan America has been extremely successful, paving the way for future models using the same engine in the likes of the new Sportster S. So how has Harley been doing lately? Turns out that the past nine months, the Milwaukee-based company has seen their sales rise by 25% over 2020 in North America alone. It's not all rosy news, however, as sales overseas have declined, perhaps due to Harley's pulling out of several markets they deemed unprofitable to begin with. Overall, according to CEO Joshen Seitz, the third quarter has been extremely strong, and now that the heavy tariffs the European Union was set to implement have been scrapped, Harley-Davidson can look forward to even more success in the coming year. One of the reasons for potential slowing of sales, however, is the ever-present issue with the supply chains that are affecting a great many business sectors, including motorcycles. Harley-Davidson is more than aware of the issue and is attempting to do something about it. They are developing a new online reservation system to assist their struggling inventory numbers for 2022. The idea is that instead of sending various models to all the dealers, they will supply only the dealers that have actual demand for those specific models, thus avoiding shortages in one market and avoiding a pileup of inventory in another, less interested market. This, in addition to the secondary market Harley has developed with their HD1 marketplace, should allow a potential customer to connect with a specific Harley model they're seeking. Not a bad idea in general, and one more manufacturers should consider going forward, as nothing is more frustrating than having a wad of cash available to spend on a motorcycle and your nearest dealer not having that model available. In sadder news, the creator of Suzuki's famed GSX-R line has passed. Itsuo Yokouchi was the engineer behind the iconic Suzuki motorcycle. He was not only the engineer, but also the project leader and deputy general manager of the motorcycle design department. His influence reached far and wide within the company, including the race department. 
starting with the Suzuki X6 Hustler Twin back in the 1960s, all the way to the 2000 GSX-R 1000, Yoko Uchi built a strong legacy of amazing motorcycles with great looks and top-notch performance numbers. He passed away at the young age of 87 and will be sorely missed by the motorcycle community that he clearly loved so much. We, here at Moto News Radio, continue to be fascinated by alternative fuel motorcycles. With that in mind, Segway had released a hydrogen-electric hybrid back in the spring of 2021, and now have revealed the full prototype of the Apex H2 motorcycle. And it is a Tron light cycle of a beauty. I fully recommend you look this bad boy up. Segway had stated that they are planning to release the full production model by the end of 2023. It will have approximately 80 horsepower and a top speed of 93 miles per hour. Not blistering speeds, but who among us actually does that on a day-to-day basis? The best part, however, it's price, that of around $10,700. Sounds like it would be a fun around-towner, as long as the infrastructure for hydrogen fueling stations gets up and running. Piaggio and BP are getting in bed together to expand electric motorbike service across Asia and Europe. They'll be setting up charging, battery swap stations, and additional battery as a service and vehicles as a service options. And it makes perfect sense for those markets as unlike North America, Europe and Asia are much further along in their electrification of vehicles. Some predict, in fact, that by 2040, 80% of global two and three wheel vehicle fleets will be electric. How will this affect Piaggio Group's existing swappable battery agreement with KTM, Yamaha, and Honda is anyone's guess. It really is starting to feel like the future is electric. Just about every reputable motorcycle manufacturer seems to have an electric bike in some stage of development. And that brings us to our last story of the week. In early 2019, Triumph Motorcycles announced that they were working on a TE-1 electric motorcycle project. And like most of these kinds of prototype concepts, it looked sufficiently futuristic in the renderings, yet quintessentially Triumph, like a speed triple sent back from the future. The specs for the concept had it at 180 horsepower from a seriously light motor weighing in at just 22 pounds. Fast forward to today, We now have confirmation that Triumph, along with its partner Williams Advanced Engineering, which, if you're a fan of the Formula One series on Netflix, that name should sound familiar, have finally developed a rolling prototype. It is currently in the initial stages of testing, and the head of Triumph brand management, Miles Perkins, had indicated that although we won't be seeing random spy shots of the prototype anytime soon, they will be releasing some official images of the rolling prototype sometime next year as it's going through rounds of testing. Here are some fun motor-related events happening around the country this weekend. 
There's flat track racing in Paris, California at the Steve Evans Speedway. Arsenal Motocross Series comes to Wilmington, Illinois at the Joliet Motorsport Park. AMA Supermoto National Championship is happening in Tucson, Arizona at the DRT Racing. Arizona Trail Riders are hosting Howling at the Moon in Prescott Valley, Arizona. There's a Veterans Day Dash in El Centro, California. And White City in Illinois has the CCDR Team Hair Scramble. And finally, there's the ASMA Road Racing in Deming, New Mexico. And that about wraps it up for us. I want to thank you for hanging out with us today. Feel free to shoot us an email with any stories you'd like for us to investigate. The email for the show is in the description, as well as our Twitter name. Go ahead and follow us on there so you can see when new episodes drop. I'm on YouTube as Vector Burn, and there are lots of motorcycle product reviews there, as well as short films and documentaries. And finally, I have a new motorcycle illustration book out now that can be purchased on Amazon as well as other places, and it's called Ride Fast, Die Last, Motoculture Illustrated. It's perfect for coffee tables, shop benches, and man cave decorations. We're skipping an episode next week, but we'll be back the week after with more motorcycle stories. Until then, I'm Dmitry Pavlovsky. This has been Moto News Radio. Ride safe and stay rubber side down. Mm-hmm.